Hi there, I'm Raul Jr., your host, your teacher, and welcome to the episode 10 of Raul the Teacher's Class. Raul the Teacher's Class is a podcast made for the EFL learners and with the EFL learners in the aim to teach English to them and to teach them in English. Please like our Facebook page, Raul the Teacher's Class, Raul the Teacher as one word, R-A-O-U-L-T-H-E-T-E-A-C-H-E-R, apostrophe S, class, C-L-A-S-S, Raul the Teacher's Class. You can also follow me, your host, on Twitter or Instagram, Raul the Teacher, again, as one word. In today's show, we are going to focus on grammar, particularly simple tenses. And to do so, I have a special guest with me in the studio that you will know in just a second. Stay tuned. You are now listening to Raul the Teacher's Class, a podcast made for the EFL learners and with the EFL learners. Hello, 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 hello. I am extremely happy, as usual, of course. Um, happy to bring you this new episode. And as I mentioned in the introduction, I have a friend with me, a guest, a friend, a co-worker. Me and this guy, we do have a story together. Ali, how are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, Mr. Raul. And about you? I'm good. Good to have you in the studio, friend. All right. So, no race or expression can be used to express my happiness to be ritual this, uh, this uh, afternoon. Yeah. So, um, uh, just to share with the listeners, you remember we had a, a show together back in the days? Of course. Of yeah. course. The Disco for Your Own English Potential, D-O-E-P. Right. So, yeah, we right. did this radio show again. This is basically the same thing that we're doing here, but it's just in a different way, right? So, again, with the same aim with the same objective teaching english to people and just another facet another way of teaching so yes as we mentioned today we're going to talk about the simple tenses right, and yep. you're going to be in charge of that like let's say we're going to do it interchangeably right but just before we dive into it let me just share the words and the expressions let's say i'm going to share two words two phrasal verbs and two idioms to the listeners because they really really enjoy that Okay, so the first word that I have for you, dear listeners, is top-notch. Top-notch is an, is an adjective. Top-notch means of the highest quality. Okay, let's say that I'm striving. I burn the midnight oil because I want to bring to you a top-notch podcast. Okay, so a top-notch, T-O-P hyphen N-O-T-C-H means of the highest quality. And the second word we have is astonish, is a verb, A-S-T-O-N-I-S-H. Astonish means to strike with sudden or usually great wonder or surprise. Like if you were shocked, if you were really surprised, so you can say that you were astonished. So let's say that she was astonished by her husband's behavior at the party, you know? Um, yes, yeah, so the, the first word is top-notch. And the second word is astonish. Now let's go with um, the phrasal verbs. The first one is break in. Break in. Break, B-R-E-A-K, in, I-N. So break in means force entry to a building. 
all right so if you enter to a building with um without using the key to the door without unlocking the door so you break in so let's say they broke into my house and they stole my computer all right means that the person used the window to get into my house all right the second phrasal verb is to come across to come across to come across means to find unexpectedly like you find something that you have never thought of and you maybe didn't expect that you would find it like recently i was cleaning my room and i came across a lot of old pictures when i was in college all right so the first one the first phrasal verb is break in ali they never broke into your house Oh, no. No, this never happened. No, it's happened yet. Okay. All right. And to come across. To come across means to find unexpectedly. Now, let's go with the idioms. And I know English learners, EFL learners really love idioms, right? And I just want to say hi to Miss Edzi Denitasi. <laughs> okay. So, let's go with the idioms. The first one is to talk a blue streak to talk a blue streak so if you talk a blue streak you talk too much and very rapidly so if you have a friend who speaks continuously and for a long time um, this person talks a blue streak an example she was quiet when she was on her way home but when she met her friend she started to talk a blue streak all right and the second example the second idiom that i'm sharing with you guys is to dig up dirt on someone to dig up dirt on someone if you dig up dirt on someone um you you find negative information about that person all right let's say here in haiti politicians instead of focusing on their program to change the reality of the country they draw the attention on something else they just dig up dirt on the opponents so they don't really care of the of the situation of the country all right so the first expression is to talk a blue streak and the second one is to dig up dirt on, on someone i hope that you never do that that's it that's all i had to share with you in the first segment so we're gonna have a short break in the second part, we're going to be with Mr. Ali talking about the simple tenses. The category of verb tense that covers simple past tense, simple present tense, and simple future tense is called the simple tense the three simple tenses are used to describe actions without a specific statement whether the actions are completed or ongoing so let's go with the first tense with mr allen allen is going to present the simple present tense and we do know that this lesson is for beginners and for you who may be intermediate or advanced, it can, it can, it can also be a review um, for you. But again, we're going to make it clear and simple for everyone to understand. Let's go, Mr. Ali. What, do, what should the listeners 
know Ar- about the symbol okay okay now let's now let's go straight into present tense for formation formation for the formation we can say the symbol of present tense is a tense that we use the basic of the infinitive okay and after a, a subject pronoun okay so you know better than me the subject pronoun uh, you she etc and we can use it also after a noun okay a noun for example if i say chair paul peter samantha they are nouns for the formation we can have a little in modification at the third person singular where the verb can can where, where we can add s or es at the prefix of the verb okay at the prefix of the verb i will i don't know if you don't have something that you have you you have to go to add huh? Well, yeah, and yes, what I was, what I wanted to add is just after the formation, we, yes, you said that this is the subject plus the verb and the rest of the sentence, right? And again, you said the third person, we, we just add S or AS if it is he, she, it, right? And so now the question would be when do, for the, for the, for the students to understand better, when do we add S and when do we add AS? Okay. Imagine that we have a verb that ends uh, with E, we just add S, okay? For example, if you have the verb to change, okay, we have the verb to close, mm-hmm. okay, we got a, you got, okay, you got an E, mm-hmm. okay, at the end of, at the end of, of the verb, we just, we just put an S. Mm-hmm. But in case that we have a verb that ends, okay, with all. A verb ends with E, and with, that with E, like with others, like all, like, like. They say come, comes, right, yeah, order, yeah. okay. orders, record, we record. Okay. Yes, good, yeah. good. Okay, good. Uh-huh. Okay. For the ones that we can use ES at the end of them, we, we can have, okay, like the ones, um, the ones ends with O, okay, yes. uh, with couple S or S, mm-hmm. okay, CH or SH. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we try to have an example with one ends with O, for example, the verb to go, to mm-hmm. do okay okay go, we say goes that's right yeah. okay wash I, we say washes that's right yes okay imagine i have she i cannot say she see she go she do okay so we have to say she does does and again yes mm-hmm. and again is it's a question of opinion but you know it's if you want to respect the grammar structure um there is no discussion about it you add s or es at the end of it but yeah. you can be informal as well because some people use it People do use that. Even native speakers, they do use. They do say she go, that she goes, but it's informal or, or it's not. You know, it's not standard. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. Even yeah, even English, even English speakers sometimes they mistake. They they mistake. Yeah, yeah they make sure. Mistake, they yeah. just use them like this. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, and in case that the verb ends with a y, mm-hmm. we have two cases that we have to take. Uh, we have to take care. We have to pay attention about. Okay. Imagine this right is following by a vowel. Mm-hmm. Okay, we just add s. Okay, we just add s. Imagine we have the verb to play. Mm-hmm. Okay, imagine we have to say she plays, not she play. Because because y is preceded by a vowel. By a vowel. That's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if it is preceded by a consonant, a consonant. Okay. Having consonant, we have to change this consonant to i. Okay, and add es. Okay, let's have this verb like an example. The verb to to fly, f l y. Okay, l is a consonant before y. Okay, okay, y is following l. It's an obligation to change i mm-hmm. to i and add es. 
Okay, like sturdy. Right. D is a consonant. It would be right. sturdy, right? That's right. Yeah. right. Reply. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. L good. will be replies. Good. Good. All right. Good. Perfect. Good. Excellent. Um, what about the question? What, what do we ask questions? Okay. So now we're gonna talk a little bit about structures. Okay. Mm -hmm. For questions. Mm -hmm. All right. For questions, the structure is auxiliary, mm -hmm. subject, verb, and object. Mm -hmm. Okay. If we have an example, okay, imagine I want to say uh, in English, okay, uh, est-ce que vous mangez? Est-ce que vous mangez? I cannot say, uh, you eat. I have to respect Guamo rules. Mm -hmm. It's an obligation to stop my question with auxiliary. I have to use do plus subject and verb. Okay? Like, yeah, do you eat? Do you eat? Uh -huh. Yeah, do you eat? Okay, at the third person single law, Uh, we use does. Like does she eat? Yeah, does she eat? Mm -hmm. And there's something I would like, okay, our listeners pay attention about mm -hmm. the fact of, the fact we have does at the beginning of uh, of our question. We have to to use does, but not use s at the head of the verb to say sure, does she eat. This no. is a question that we come across, um, you know, all of the time, right? Students often say that. Just because we use does, because we have just said that um, you add um, s or es to the verb if it is a third person. Like if you say does she, so I have to, the verb is going to be back into the normal form, which is the base form, right? Um, another question. We give the structure. Yeah. And so the usage of it. All right. Why do people use the simple okay. Why do we express? What do you use it for? We use it to talk about a natural fact when i say natural fact uh it's like something that happened wherever that you go imagine that i go to usa i go to canada and the same fact can be can be happened can be occurred okay let's have an example if i say the sun rises in ace and sets in rest is a natural fact everywhere that you go the same situation can happen Let's have a second example where we 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 have natural fact. If I say the water bars at one month degrees Celsius, it's a natural fact. Okay, great. And the second the second way we use it to is to describe scheduled events, right? Yeah. So what happened is we this can be a little bit confusing because we, we we use the we talk about same present and we use we use it to talk about to talk about the future. So what you do you what, what you have to know is the simple present is oddity like despite its name it is not always used to talk about the the, the the present we also use it to talk about future but we use it to, to describe scheduled event in the future like if if you know exactly when is going when is it going to happen in the future you can use it like this if you say the plane arrives at seven o'clock if i say um be on time because your class starts at four Of course, if, if it is the future, but just just because it is scheduled, so we use it to we use it to we, we, we refer to the future by using yeah. The, sometimes the, the, the sometimes American speakers use it also for habit, okay, and routine activities. Yeah, and routine. What, yeah. what we what 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 we mean um active daily activities. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So now let's go with the simple past though. So we use the simple past to talk about something that, to talk about things that happened in the past, right? Or anything that existed before now. But one thing is the simple past emphasized that the action started and ended in the past. 
um, let's go for the structure. So for the affirmative sentence, we have the subject plus the past form of the verb. And this is where you learners, you have to do your job. You have to work a little bit. What you have to do is, you know, you learn the past form of the verb. Because if we would, and you yeah, know. Yeah, they have to know there are two, okay, two kind of family of yeah, verbs. Okay. If we had to, you know, give away the, 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 the past form of each verb. This 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 podcast would 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 okay, would, so would, don't would forget, take the whole day. Yeah, don't forget to use a grammar to know about exactly. regular irregular but verbs. What do you what do you need to know? What do you need to know is for the structure in affirmative we use subject plus the past form of the verb in the rest of the sentence. Like if I eat every day, but I can say yesterday I ate because ate is the past is an eat is a, is an irregular verb because the past form doesn't take eating right so let's say play my, my my son played yesterday that's the past right for the negative the, st the structure is subject plus did it plus the base form of the verb let's say i ate yesterday but i'm gonna say i didn't eat i don't say i didn't eat you have to be careful right and one thing that the e that non-native speakers or efl learners tend to do is to use was plus the verb to express the past. You see what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, I see where, I see um, where you are. Like, I was eat yesterday. They think if they say, I was eat yesterday, they use it for the past. You see what I'm talking about, Paige? Paige is in the studio with us. He's not part of the podcast, but he's in the studio. Yes, they tend to do so, but it's not like that. So, yes, I was saying that for the negative, you use the subject plus didn't plus the base form of the verb. Like my son didn't play yesterday maybe he was sick and i want our listeners our students know there's no s okay for simple past there's no yeah, s yeah, at the third person single exactly no exactly yeah. and for the question we use did the structure is did plus subject plus base form of the verb again because did is the past tense of do it expresses the past so the verb you, you are going to use the base form of the verb so let's say um did you go to church last sunday did you visit your parents i don't say did you went it's not good um did you visit it it's not good right do you want to add anything on it yeah so okay what you mean okay when we ask question of it auxiliary did okay the verb okay is not supposed to be a candle pass because the auxiliary is in the past that good in summarize let's say okay uh, um the simple past the action totally complete in the past yeah a feature it's a tense it's a simple tense where we use auxiliary will w-i-l-l -L. and the structure is simple where we use subject okay plus real plus verb plus object mm -hmm. and the, the negative for the future tense is subject plus will plus not like i will not go i will not visit or i will not see and for the question you have to put the auxiliary first will plus subject plus verb in the rest of the sentence like will you study later will she be part of the party will you come will you be with us um yes basically that's it wow well, according to you where can we use will 
we're talking about so we use it to talk about something that will occur in the future and sometimes we don't even mention the time where it is going to happen okay and if we are also not sure about something coming in the future we can use it let's say that i go to uh let's say i go to a store and i want to buy a cell phone i want to buy my mother's cell phone and I'm gonna say, do you think that my mom will love this cell phone? Because I'm not sure. I'm asking the question because I want exactly yes. And we can say that they will finish with with the building soon. I, I don't know. Soon doesn't mean that you know exactly when it, the building is going to be to to be ever. Yeah. I will go to Dominican Republic, for example. Do you know when I'm going to Dominican Republic? No, I'm not specific. Okay, you yeah. mean when we are in doubt about something, we as well. So we're not specific in the future. Okay, and when there's no plan. Exactly. Okay. Okay, imagine, okay, I meet you on the street and you say, uh, Ali, you know, I have to go to the drugstore because my mom is sick. And I say, oh, your mom is sick? Okay, I will see her. Exactly. Then, and again, we we also use will when we when we take the decision to do yeah, something in the future suddenly. at the moment that we are speaking. Yeah, right. um, let's say that you, you like again this is the same example you give right i may see you sitting down i may be sitting down in front of my house and you're just maybe passing by and i say Alan, where are you going you say i am going to the um, to the supermarket you yeah. are going to the supermarket because you planned yeah, to go right. to the supermarket the before supermarket. and i say okay i'll go with you i will go with you is because i've just taken the decision to go to the supermarket when i see you going As in, as you can remark, what we'll print in to be green too, it's another thing that we didn't have in it's our program, but right? it's just something we'd have yeah, more, yeah, yeah. okay, to make you understood what I'm, what, yeah, what we mean. Yeah. 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 So great. So um, to recap, we talk about a simple present. Uh, we use it to talk about habits, yeah. facts. Yeah. And for, okay, for the third person singular, there's another, modif there's another modification we have where the verb can can they can have s or es mm -hmm. that depends on the, the 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 end the end of the verb exactly okay yeah and after we talk about the simple past yeah the simple past is is used to talk about something that started and ended in the past we we, we specify that the action is i mean it was over in the past right and we also talk about the future but the future with will that is used For things that we decide oh, to do excuse now. Excuse me, Mr. Wawo. Yesterday, mm -hmm. I saw someone in the quarter book. Okay, so it's not you. It wasn't you. That wasn't right. me. That wasn't no, me. No, okay. <laughs> yes, because I didn't go out yesterday. Really? You did that? I did it. All right. I stayed home. All right. Simple past. Good. Yeah. All right. So we use the um, simple future, the future with will, um, the simple future with will to talk about things that we decide to do now, a rapid decision. Okay, and um, we also use it to talk about things. I'm not when we when we think or when we believe that something, you know, when we think or when we believe something about the future. Yeah, and we also when we also not sure about the future, we can use it. Okay, may I ask a question? Sure. After the part after the podcast, will you go back home? I I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure. But <laughs> I will. I will do different things. You know? All right. Okay. I will definitely, I, I will do different things. Okay, great. Um, dear listeners, I hope that you have learned and we made it clear for you. Even if we, we, we add a lot of chat into the explanation, but I hope we made it very clear for you. And now you will be able to use them 
I mean, to use them properly, because again, the simple tenses can help you, can help a, a, a learner to speak, um, to express himself, right? Yeah. So just before we get to the end, do you want to add anything, Stan? Yeah, I think it's the last time that I'm here, I'm here with you, okay, in the studio. So I don't have words and expression to express my happiness to be here, okay? So I wish I will, will catch you another time for another podcast. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Um, dear listeners, well, I want you to take one action. Like our Facebook page, that will the Teachers Class. And also follow me on Twitter or Instagram. That will do teacher so you can know when the episodes are going to be released. And if there is something that baffles you that you don't really understand in English, just send me a text message on 4311-2830 and I will make sure that I answer to your question in the next episode. This is the episode 10 of Raul the Teacher's Class. We This is crazy, 10 episodes already. But let me tell you that the next episode is going to be the episode 10.0 where we are going to make a review on everything that we talked about on the first 10 episodes. And I am also going to make a difference between formal and informal speech for you English learners. Bye for now. Catch you next time. Peace.